The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome in, everyone. If you're finally tuning in, if you're watching, I think it shows over here the screen that I have watching for uh, Twitch because we are now live for podcasters with the Fabala 5. I think it says we have one viewer. I don't know if it's one of you guys. It's Danny, isn't it? <laughs> Love it. No, it's perfect. Danny's yes, going to okay. let us know when we, go, when we crash via Twitch because we are experimenting. So if you guys are watching this on the replay and you're like, wait, how, damn it. How did, I, how did I miss this? How do I watch this now regularly? Uh, guys, Twitch podcasters uh so it'd be podcasters no hyphen underscore at the very end uh go follow us subscribe click the like button or whatever it's called i'm brand new to twitch it's very fresh to me um make it so that you are alerted to know when we go live because this is awesome super cool and who knows maybe we can have a way where i know one of our players was trying to find a way to incorporate the chat twitch into their into them their own uh, personal development so we can make that happen we can use a twitch chat for that uh but that all depends on you guys being here for that but uh let's get in so i'm your dungeon master anthony and uh, thank you guys we are killing this with this uh, awesome campaign we are having a fun time and uh where we last left off we had our players the fabala five minus yanni which you're seeing uh, traveling through the Feywild Forest, which I didn't have the map of it yesterday, uh, last week, and I'm a little aggravated that I did not because I couldn't find it. It was downstairs in the bedroom, and of course, the minute we were done playing, I was like, of course, I missed it. But they are traversing through the Feywild Forest, have been charged with a death charge um, after Howard's actions at the uh, Sacred Oasis with the Augies. Um, he was attempted to be killed by the Green Warden, a guardian, a fape of a, of a fave guardian of sorts that was not putting up with his antics and his snarkiness, which, uh, very politely silenced him. So he wouldn't have to deal with them and then placed a, uh, placed a task upon the party saying, well, either he can die or you can all go ahead and kill a white dragon. And he gave you a very straightforward sense of urgency that you don't want to defer from this task. And if you try not to, and you try to swindle him, he'll know because he did place a nice little band on Howard's arm uh, to keep him quiet. But before we go in guys, we have a guest tonight, a Member of Keep Flying, we have uh, Johnny, John, that plays Barry Sachs, and Barry Sachs, tenor. Tenor, yep. Tenor Sachs, uh, for the band Keep Flying, we had, uh, we, were, we were pushing and talking about the music video last week with, uh, with Ricky, where he is running as the DM for it. It was awesome and great and fun and inspiring, and I was like, oh my God, I see it happening in the moment. We need to do a. We need to pull someone from the band if possible. So we here we have a, a grid member, uh, John. 
So you guys, the big thing before we get into the tonight's session, the big reason is that you guys have a new EP drop-in called Survival. And you were letting me know that you guys are currently two-thirds of the way through the first pressing of it. That's correct. That's correct. Release day is Friday for it? Friday the 18th. That's right. There we go. And uh, if they uh, release it on Friday, where can they order it through? If they say, hey, I really dig this. I dig the music video. I want to own it. Smart Punk's rec, uh, Smart Punk is who put it out for us, and their their link is smartpunkshop.com, and you just got to search Keep Flying. That's the easiest way I can link you without a physical link. Perfect. Well, guys, you heard it there. Um, head on over to those links. If you're watching now and you want to, please head on over, purchase that album, support them, or you know what? Wait, uh, wait until Friday and then listen to it, then go it if you have to. Um, if you want, they're gonna ha- we're going to have a link in the description below when we drop this through YouTube. Uh, tomorrow so if you're watching this on the youtube stream check below there's a link but let's get into our campaign because we have a great session in store for our players so when we last left off you guys had went through the Feywild forest as we had said had a brief interaction that last some left some lasting effects on one of our players and you all bed down underneath a massive pine tree upon leaving the oasis in a northwestern direction towards a young white dragon's lair known as the Frigid Snap. You guys awake the next morning feeling a chill in the air. For the warden did let you know that the white dragon has been entering his domain of this fae, and he is not he is not allowed to leave his forest, or he won't, and tasked you to kill it as you had taken away from this. He lets you know that you would know when you were on its trail when the forest tar- started to have a wintry, snowier um, traits. And that you would then have to pass through a tundra to reach its lair. He does not know where specifically in the tundra, but he knows that that is from which it comes from, came from. You are also made aware to be quick and move with haste throughout the tundra because the Pale Prince is known to reside to the north. We pick up there next following morning. Finks, Remus, Howard, Azoth, finally reuniting. It's roughly quarter to seven, seven o'clock in the morning, early. You guys are all greeted by this nippy cold that's, you went to bed and it wasn't warm, but it wasn't chilly. And it's almost like a first frost. What are you guys doing? Hmm. I suppose we're heading in the right direction if it's colder now. Can I take a quick look around if uh, anything's different just because this forest seems to be ever-changing? Of course. Take a perception check. What specifically are you looking for? Just general changes? Like the layout of where we are. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is the slowest dice roll ever. D&D Beyond is slow. Uh-oh. Eight. Eight. Um, 
You being a little goblin, peeking your head up and uh, you notice that there is a small light layer of snow, probably like a, not nothing thick enough to start packing heavily, but there's a light brisking on the ground. And even just looking up at some of the trees, waking up, it looks like there's little, it looks like a uh, frosting to it, like a dusting. The temperature is more of what catches your attention that start, it's colder here. The first thing that you notice. Second is a light dusting of snow. But with an eight, that's it. Is anyone still asleep? Hmm. See, rough. It would just be waking up around this time. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I'll let you all wake up. It's around six, quarter to seven. So Finks woke up. Azoth, you start to wake up. Oh. Or uh, Howard starts to wake up. What are you guys doing? You all start to take in this. It's a bit cooler. Guess we're heading in the right direction. I, uh, I, I reach back and bump the tree so that all the snow trickles down and falls on everybody. <laughs> Make a strength check. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> One. <laughs> you go to smack the tree and you you forget. Think it's like a something like it's not like you can just like kind of pound on the window of your car where you just kind of pop it. It's more like whack. Ah, that's that's solid wood. Just... All right, enough playing around. Let's get going. There's treasure to find. And Howard told me, don't forget that I get to have most of his. Well, I remember that. That is 100% factual. Remus waking up. <laughs> I, up. I'm just rolling over and acknowledging things. <laughs> uh, do, so would I still have my clothes, like my warm clothes from Ice Mount or wherever? Yes, you would still have. Um... Right, I'm switching to my warm clothes. Yeah, you guys see Remus uh, swap out and start swapping in a change of clothes as he starts uh, putting on some thicker, heavier jackets, uh, bigger coat, and I think, did you have a hat too? No, Boom nope. Boom had the hat. Boom Boom had the hat, yep. Howard will do the same as well too. Okay. And then I realized Howard doesn't say anything because Howard can't talk. You have to Slightly think about that. Yeah. <laughs> So you telepathically heard that. You didn't actually physically hear. Mm. <clears throat> Perfect. Um, see you back. Okay. Uh, let everyone know. Okay, so you guys get up. Um, looking around and kind of having a bearings of the direction you guys were going. It's not like you'd wake up and it would be you'd be facing a different direction. It's phase weird. Not that weird, currently. <laughs> um, you guys begin journeying in a... Make survival checks. Uh, Azoth, I believe you were the one leading the way now. That is true. That is true. <laughs> 13. 13. All right. Azoth, you waking up, kind of pinpointing the direction from which you came and them kind of explaining where they're going. You know you're supposed to be going in a northwestern fashion or uh, direction. 
uh, kind of right the group and start to start trekking forward. Um, so what we have. Uh, you guys begin walking for about so uh how long do you guys walk what do you guys walk forward through because right now you're walking through a like this massive forest is still uh large giant tall pine trees trunks that anywhere from 25 to 40 feet around massive branching out towering tall and it's not super thick but you know you you have a distance to go so while you're journeying is there anything that's going on through your heads what you're looking for what you're doing more snow. snow. Uh, Every few trees or so, as we're walking by, I'm just going to kind of with the dagger, just kind of mark it. So that way it kind of leads us back towards where we came from if we ever get lost. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll let you know that uh, with that, we'll say you have advantage on survival checks returning to the Oasis. So you kind of keep it up. If you choose to stop, I'll assume you do it until you st- say you stop. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone else doing anything while amongst the trekking through the lands? Nope. No? No, not really. Okay. Also keep an eye out for any more Augies or anything else that might be following us. Yes. Um, okay. Let's so, see. perception a- check this. Ooh, 20 not natural for looking out perception. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, you pass a quick around, a quick look around, and you don't see any Augies. You do hear a... The noise is almost as if something is crawling amongst the trees... The same persistent uh, chattering, like almost scratching of woods of something clawing and climbing up within the trees, higher up within the uh, like amongst like the branches of knotted of like the pines. And every time you go to look at where you hear it, it sounds as if almost there is a jumping noise, and then a landing between a follow uh, from another tree. Almost like walking, you hear one that you go to cut in, you hear a skirting, no- a skirtling noise, like something scrambling. You look up and you hear, a and then the tree 30 feet over, you hear, a and then the scrambling noise is from that tree. You don't, I'll say you don't notice any, you can't see anything jumping from the tree to tree, but you're hearing a noise there and you're hearing a noise there. Okay. I go to warn the group and then realize again, Howard can't speak out loud, so he's got the fucking attitude, but he'll keep an eye out above as he keeps on walking. Okay. Uh, you begin walking. Make wisdom save for me. Everybody? Uh, Howard. Oof. Nine. Oh, no, hold on. Save is 12. 12? Um, you start to get a little uh, paranoid as you're peering under when you were peering underneath the one kind of starting to mark 
seeing the group kind of trucking a little bit ahead of you, leave it, uh, letting you straggle. And you're getting the feeling that something may be watching you. So you quickly run up to the rest of the group, uh, shrugging off whatever fear you had looming. Um, what's the marching order? Um, I believe uh, Azoth would be first, right? Azoth is first, You're okay. Leading survival, yeah. Um, I would probably be second. Okay, Howard second. And I, I'm going to be next to Howard. Okay. I also want to be second. Okay. I will cover the rear. Diamond formation. Okay, cool. You guys are uh, perfect. You guys are uh, trekking. Make another survival check for me, uh, Azoth, as you are following up. 18. 18. Nice. Um, With that, you begin to see, uh, looking around at the uh, tree line, at the trees, you kind of pull your head down and can see now a break 50 yards off where the trees stop and looking down now, you see that the ground here is a very, it's like night and day, like greener on the other side of the line. Like it's grass, 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 snow. A little bit of snow is a skirt is like frosted the ground, but like at this point, there's a line where it is snow moving forward and the tree line just stops. So you're assuming you're heading in a tundrous direction. You can see white leading ahead of you. I'll say, uh, Yanni, wisdom check for me. Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. You've been a ranger, being a traveler, uh, especially and being an elf. Um, you're familiar to to a, a moderate extent with fey travel. That sometimes all it does take is an intuition and a determined mindset. And you've always wanted to hunt and kill a white dragon, I feel. And you feel like you're on the right path. Whether or not that path was meant to to come across a grouping of players is another story. But in that same way where direction in the fade just kind of leads you where you're meant to go and uh, by strings that you have no control over, you see trekking, uh, coming up to the... Line of the trees that as you're coming uh, more of in a western and veering north, you could see to your left about 100 yards out a party of four. You would see a party, I think, of three uh, figures and one shorter individual traversing. Can't say make much detail on them yet from this far out. Um, I would like to. Uh, tail the party, okay. but myself uh, from being seen or heard if possible. Okay. 
make a uh, stealth check with advantage because that's going to be a 23 stealthily hidden uh, keeping sight to the trees seeing where they're coming feeling that they don't have the jump on you and that uh, it is the other way around in fact you slip behind one of the larger tree trunks of one of these pines and just kind of wait and bide knowing that as they pass you'll be set to slip a, slip around from behind them sounds good okay you have to wait for prop possibly about five or ten minutes or so. But That's perfect. Bite him. Slip around. Uh, you guys begin to break the tree line. Make perception checks as you break the, the tree line. Twenty-three. <laughs> Anyone? Eleven. Five. Five. Was your stealth twenty-three? Yep, twenty-three. Okay, so Azoth, you see a cloaked figure slip behind a tree. Hundreds are hundred yards off to your left as you break the tree line of of these massive pines. And you do see kind of looking over the trees here as you turn are have these large uh Gashes in them, as as if massive claws have are torn through them, or torn like torn upon them. And there is a, a smaller set that look. Uh, these are huge, like ten fist, uh, hands, like tree, this whatever's grips that whatever gripped these massive twenty foot, ten foot hands, big giant muscular grips gripped on this. But you see a humanoid-sized claw marks on trees as well. Um, Howard, you would have noticed the the grips on, like, the... You would be noticing what you're assuming dragon claw marks, possibly, on the trees. And you see this humanoid uh, patching as well, of, like, humanoid-sized claws, like a dragonborn, possibly. Okay, I'm going to telepathically to Fink's um, make an announcement. I think we might be getting close. It looks like there's some dragon claw marks up ahead. Howard says we're here. It's not what I said. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout. Sure it is. Howard said, wait, say that again. What, I'll be on the lookout. It looks like we're getting close. All right. Howard said, look, look out. We're almost here. What? Did I get that right? Yes. Right. And I'm going to point up to like where the dragon claw marks are at. Oh, oh, and and then it says Finks. Finks found those dragon, dragon marks. Azoth okay. will just will just point over to the left and say, "There's somebody down there as well, but it's not who we're looking for." I don't think. Uh, huh. I also think that uh, uh, Pale Prince is probably uh, the dragon as well. One of you guys said that last uh, the other night. I think they're one and the same. I heard he was really sad. Well, what happens to the Hulk when he gets mad? Just maybe it's like uh, the thing he gets sad and he turns into a dragon and he's all emo about it. I don't know. 
You know, I I never thought of it that way. Sometimes your heart breaks and you have to turn to the beast within. I mean, I've turned into animals. I know these things. Telepathically to Azoth. Yeah. I I said that last time, too. Like, I'm pretty sure if we found his true love and reunite them, he would be fine and we'd be totally okay with him. Why is Howard staring at you funny, Azoth? He, he's, he's saying that he was right. He was the one who said it. We got to hook him up with the princess who's over at the uh, Glint Peak party. So we should probably work on doing that. It'll be like a two for one thing. We can get rid of the dragon, make the prince happy, and get out of here. That's three things. Make a wisdom check. Howard, too. And, and Azoth. Just kind of discussing this. Just a check, 17. 11. Howard, you're having the feeling that if you were meant to go kill the Pale Prince, you sh- the Green Warden would have said to go kill him. The Green Warden said the frigid snap. I'm sorry, this... Um, freaking eight. Uh, yeah, frigid snap. So... You can you can go and try and veer off, but you know that there's consequences if you veer off your task. So telepathically to Azoth again. Um, yeah, I feel this thing gets a little tighter every time we go to talk. No, not up there. This this vine that's wrapped around me that's keeping me from verbally okay. speaking. Um, so I think we should go after the dragon. However. If the prince dude is on the way and we can somehow convince him to join our party and kill this dragon, uh, I think the more the merrier. And then we can try to figure out what to do with his girlfriend or his lost love or whoever she is. Okay. I'm for it. Perfect. Let's go. Do you guys continue uh, trekking forward or... Sorry, what's up, John? All right. So I'm look back towards the left too before we take off, just to see if I see anybody. He's off to your right. Oh, off to my right. Okay. Yeah, he's off to the right side. You don't see him, unfortunately, just with that perception. Azov, you barely saw him just slip behind the tree too. But which way do you guys want to journey? And. Uh, what are you guys doing? You guys going to continue north? Are you guys going to try and go off to Glint Peak? What's up? Where's the, uh, the claw marks? Are they just in one section, or is there a way to follow them towards something? Um, looking up at the claw marks, with your perception, was just rolling on that and just kind of now picking the idea. and uh, make, make an insight check. As you're, cause you're starting to scan over, and you can start, because now you're looking at claw marks and it looks almost as if there's claw marks from tree to tree, jumping from the sides and up and down. 17. 17. The way the markings look, it looks like as if this, uh, the, the, whatever beast is, this beast is in the tree that would like cling to the tops that made these, it was jumping from tree to tree and scratching. And it's just like the the impact alone is what caused it. 
to like grip into it is so tight. Um, and you, you, uh, the party would have explained that the warden's whole point is that the dragon has been coming closer and closer into its domain. So this possibly could be kind of what it's talking about where the dra- the dragon is be- being more comfortable and this possibly is a, as a tactic of hunting from pouncing down from, from a top. You can't figure out what's up with the small scratches. That looks a little different, but. Does anybody know what dragons like to eat? You guys dealt with dragons before. What do they like to eat? Elves. Telepathically. Gold vials. I would assume they like meat. There was a lot of bodies by the last one we saw. Uh, make a make a history check, or would it be um nature? Would it be, I don't know. Would it be na- nature check? I'll allow a nature uh, nature check to see think about animals and their biology of what you recognize. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um. Eighteen with uh white dragons. Dragons like meat. Dragons, uh, dragons are carnivorous. They, uh, some of them enjoy eating metals. White dragons specifically, they're they have an appetite for flesh uh, creatures, preferably frozen. Actually, so it's been hunting creatures. The warden said. I remember the warden saying it was hunting creatures. Um, kind of like it's coming into, it's coming here for, it's almost like a, it's out hunting. In the tundra, there's no larger game for it to hunt in. It is uh, hunting larger and larger creatures of the forest. I guess we All should right. follow the marks in the trail. How prepared are we at this point, guys, to do battle with a dragon? Like, if I were to, uh, I don't know, change it to, like, a wolf or a polar bear and try and draw the dragon out? If that's what's making all the claw marks and it's around? Uh, I mean, I'm all right. So what you're pulling in from this is that this isn't the dragon's lair and that like you still have to travel to its lair. This is kind of like the edge of its hunting grounds. Yeah. So, all right. I don't know. You guys tell me, do you guys feel uh, set for a dragon fight? Or if you guys could pull it off? That is off. Is there anything we can do to prepare? Anything else more? I don't know. I, I, uh, Howard wants to know if there's anything else we can do. I, I don't know, but if it's been coming closer and it's trying to get into hunt things, it may be more likely to uh, come out if we can draw it out as opposed to going to where it it's at. So maybe we have some advantage being closer to the forest, perhaps. Um, so I don't know. Are they past yet? 
Do you guys keep walking into the tundra direction or are you staying at the tree line? That's um because you guys were looking at the trees. Um, I would probably be staying near the tree line for right now before you start walking out into like the open. So they're they're more or less about fifty or was it about fifty? As I say, hundred hundred yards or so off or fifty yards off from where you are. They're just kind of like a straight up, line shot. Up the way though, like I'm yes. I'm a hundred yards further down towards. Yeah, you're hundred yards further down away from them, but you're you're watching them down. Okay. From this. And you see his party just kind of looking up at the markings. Okay. And uh, make an insight check. Seventeen. Okay, Seventeen. Just with the with the looks of them looking up, looking over, you can tell that they're probably observing similar markings that you have been watching and been tracking, trying mm-hmm. to find the lair of this beast. You found the remnants of its uh, its fighting, of its attacks, with beat with uh, animal carcasses and a uh, a slaughtered family of um, satyrs, and you found frozen um, bodied pieces of it, and you've tracked it throughout the monks the forest out this way, and you're seeing that they're kind of noticing the markings now for the fir- for the first time too. I, I will do nothing. Okay. So, I guess our two options are we keep looking for the flare to try and go bring the fight to it, or we try and bring it to the fight, where we have an advantage of still being uh, undercover or with you know, nature behind us. But it would be much more advantageous for us to lure him to us. We can set traps or we can do whatever to draw it to us and then we can get rid of it that way. Could do that. I guess we should try and see if there are any heavily marked spots like this one here, more marked around to see if he actually hunts the seams little fringe of his area. All right, make a survival check. Does uh, anyone want to help you? Or are you just rolling solo on it? 19. Nice. Um, starting to peer, peer around and see the, uh, the same markings as Azoth is like right here. You see here, look at it. He came down from this way over here. And it looks like you walk down to the left 25 yards or so and it looks like very similar markings and it proceeds to go for another 25 yards walk back the other way go 10 yards or so see that it keeps going further that way so he hits so he tacks so he takes down the tree line then turn around and start to walk backwards away from the tree line into the uh, Feywild forest and you can start to follow for roughly 10 minutes or so, walking in now, watching that as you about walk 10 feet, 10 minutes in throughout, you can see that uh, the markings of the dragon start to hit sporadically in various places. Mm. But it doesn't go much further 
uh, in. Only probably maybe a... I mean, if you're going to take a moment to, to see how far it goes in, probably goes about eighth and a, about an eighth of a mile deep at points. Like it's it doesn't want to go too far in to the forest. Okay. Unfortunately, it's kind of a sporadic hit and attack. So I, I I yell across the forest or from wherever I am. Should, should we just wait for it here, or...? Thinks, what do you think? You're usually pretty smart about these kinds of things. Thinks thinks if we do this, we don't know where the treasure is. So Thinks doesn't like this. I say we go Uh-oh. to find it. He's got a point. That's very, That's a big point. Treasure. Big, big difference with that there. Normally I'm one for tricks and traps, but... Not with such a reward on the line. Okay. Then let's continue into the tundra until it gets colder and we get closer. All right. You guys you all... want Because Howard's giving you his treasure, right? Yeah, so Howard's, Howard has to be it. Oh, is that why he's arguing so hard for the other way? Yes. I can only assume by his facial expressions. <laughs> um, you trek forward. Uh, make some survival checks for me. How far would you follow them, Yanni? I'll wait until they pass me first before I make a decision. Okay, cool. 13. 13. 14. Um, they uh, turn north out of the forest. What, what's the... Uh, sorry, Azoth, what would you get, what'd you get for survival? Uh, 13. You guys, 13? 13 across the board. No, I got an eight. Eight. All right. Um, you guys begin journeying, uh, cutting north out of the out of the forest, looking up at the markings, knowing that Azoth, you probably are sitting here and you're like, best judgment. I, you know, we do have an advantage point here, but no treasure if we don't if we kill it. We have no idea where to go. And um, you you guys begin journeying north. Uh, they pass you out, and from uh from the about hundred hundred yards point from where you are, Yanni, you see them break the tree line and begin walking into this uh, tundra. Okay, I'll start to trail them. All right, make a, another stealth check as you kind of break out into the openness. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. All right. Hey, you, you feel fairly hitting you keeping a nice distance and them walking with purpose are trekking at a good pace they kind of have a determination to them I kinda and, like to, I'd like to pick my pace up actually okay you pick it up uh, any point to meet them or just to tail them by a certain yardage or what do you, what is his plan um I'd like to start my walk into a more of a power walk into more of a run into a straight up sprint and as i'm about i'll say well i still want to be stealthy so i say still like 20 yards behind them okay i would like to 
quickly turn while running. So this would be, I'd say, right before I start sprinting. When okay. I'm just at like a pretty fast pace, but not full full pace. Mm-hmm. I like to cast, um, I like to shoot a firebolt just at one of the trees over, kind of over my shoulder. Behind you, got it. Yes, just like, just slightly though behind me, almost to the side of me, whichever side I'm, whichever side I'm closer to with trees. Perfect. And the moment that that hits, clearly there's going to be volume here. Yes. Uh, I'm going to um, start screaming ahead towards them, saying, we must go, we must run, run, run for your life, run for your life. That is that is my action for this current moment. All right. So, guys, uh, we see a, we have a, Yanni, you, you start to feel comfortable. They don't notice you. They're, they're journeying forward ahead. You begin booking it, kind of stepping it, start to pick up your pace, and you start sprinting it full on with the wind moving and you there is this gracefulness of you just kind of gliding and just as you hit your full sprint you kind of coattail it turn you all hear a as a fire was it fire bolt or ball bolt still level five get launched there is an explosion and you all see hear a voice screaming go go Run! As this uh, cloaked figure sprints in at you, presumably to run through you. What are you guys all doing? It's the this? dragon. I bury myself in snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna reach down and grab things, and then just start uh, taking off with the others. I. Uh, <laughs> Remus just kind of shrugs and he's just he, he just begrudgingly turns and goes because he has no idea what's going on again and it's happening again. He must go with whatever's going on. Uh, Azoth will stop and kind of like Ooh. and then oh uh, okay <laughs> and go. Um. All right. I will say you do not have to run. You can question. Remus is able to question and be like, "Wait, do I?" I start. I'm, I'm walking like swiftly. I'm not. I'm not running yet, but I'm just like <laughs> mall walking pace. Okay, so you're kind of like mall walking. It's like All I, right, I want to see what happens, but I also I know anything can happen at this point. All right. As um, I'm getting closer, I'm going to start screaming. There's no time. No time to wait. No time to waste. <laughs> Must keep moving. Must move faster. As I'm approaching, and if I get to them and no one is in my way, I'm going to just keep on running. Okay. Um, Do a uh, deception check with advantage. With advantage? With advantage, because the fireball and the blast and the urgency. 20. 20. For those of you that wish to, this, this individual... Clearly is screaming out of urgency and out of truth. Whatever that means to you, you can react accordingly for yourselves. But there is a there is a uh, figure running 
All right, so you you sprint through them. You start running. Uh, you guys see a cloaked figure with a bow on its back run past you and just run. Um, you, Yanni, running up to the party, you see a mixture of individuals. Um, you see a purple tiefling. You see a small little gray goblin. You see a... It looks like an elven figure, but its face is, uh, has um, a giant boned mask on him. And you see another humanoid figure that is uh, done up in a big, thick, heavy, warm, fluffy yellow cloak that has like this dirty, dirty, tattered, um, stained use because that's where you guys that's what you came with is that like a mustard yellow yeah or like yes. a mustard yellow yeah yep okay okay mustard yellowed cloak uh so you run past these these individuals do you guys all run how fast are you running I mean, remus you're you're doing your mall walk i once, look- once he passes me i i turn and i just start running i look at howard and ask if he's with him say is he with you no, but I'm going to grab things anyway and then start taking off after him and keeping, kind of keeping a little pace, but still looking behind me, like waiting for something to start coming out and chasing us. Perception checks from both of you, because Remus, you did, you did turn around just to kind of see. Nice. Uh, 19. 19. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing the, I'm, I'm looking oh. Yeah. I got 18. All right. Howard, 19. 19. Remus? Eight. I'm Eight. just running because I think it's what I need to do. Maybe maybe there's a dragon. You don't see it, though. Howard and Azoth? You don't see a dragon. You don't hear a dragon. You do see a fireball that kind of exploded in the back a little bit. Just the remnants of it. Just faintly. Do you, I mean, if you wish to keep running, you guys may be running. Look at Howard again. Did you do that? The, the, the wand? You didn't know? Was... <laughs> like, I can't get the wand to work, and I lost it. No. One of the options. Yeah, that's right. The, the wand here. This is me holding things. Your wand's impotent. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't make your wand work. I know. It happens to the best of us, buddy. It's okay. Um... Yeah, they say like one out of five wands, I guess, don't work or something like that. You have to get a check. Yeah, it's all good. We're the fail of all of five. You're the one. I'm a doctor. I can fix this. <laughs> oh. Uh, maybe another time. Okay. Um, I, I think I still kind of want to. I'll I'll keep up, but I'm going to just. Okay. Keep looking. How? I'll follow along. Yanni, how far? Okay, so you sprint past them. How far and how fast and how long do you begin to run for? To, um, for when? I keep running for 50 yards at full speed. Then I slow down to like a, a normal kind of like jog. I would like to see what's going on around me. Um, because I, I don't know these people, but mm-hmm. I have kind of tried to speed this process up to use this group as my to my advantage to help me in 
I don't know that they're going to do the same thing, but I'm looking, I'm looking for this dragon. So I am hoping that I'm con- convincing them to help me. Little do I know that they are already doing that task. So <laughs> Yanni's character, Yanni is just, uh, his thought process is let me scare him. Uh, and let me get going because I, I think it's this way and I'm hoping I can convince these folks to help me if I if I lure them almost into where this dragon may be and they have no choice but to help. Perfect. Um, all right. So Yanni, you begin a book past. How long how long do you stay fa- how long do you st- uh, stay fast and run for? Full sprint. Another 50 yards. Okay. Uh, so, so you guys see this uh, cloaked figure sprint, book it, lineman, or uh, running back just going for it, chucking. And then he begins to kind of trot down, looking back, hoping like you guys are following up with him. Uh, Howard, do you ever pick it up to a full sprint to like meet up with him or? Yeah, when I get within at least 30 feet, I'm going to to Yanni. What are we running from? What's going on? Who are you? (laughs) The dragon. The white dragon. It's here. It's here now. It's here. Howard, why are you slowing down? Hurry up. I start hitting Howard in the side. I was going to, like, stop dead in my tracks, like, wait, what? (laughs) As Fix is hitting me. Why are you stopping? All right, um... Shit, where are we going? Where are we going? I'm following you. Where is this at? I'm still looking around frantically for this white dragon. Make perception check again with disadvantage as it's a frantic search now. Yep. Ouch. Oof. Uh, seven. You know what? The smoke simmering off this off the tree where you thought you heard a blast, it's starting to kind of turn into this white mist. And as you're now kind of looking back with you guys have traveled a little bit, it is a little slightly colder now. And in the tundra, you're looking around, there is a pocket of a trees over there in the distance, a little bit over there, a little bit there. And when you do look back, maybe there's a figure in the trees. Plus, you were hearing something, jumping. So, there may be a dragon back there. You guys may need to run. Um... um. I want a wild shape into a white wolf. All right. Yeah, and you turn around and you see the uh, the figure with the bone face just kind of, uh, kind of running a little bit. And as he uh, jumps, he you see him be shaped into a, a white winter wolf and land on the ground with a nice uh, slick, is it black now, Mark? The hair. Yeah. It's a white wolf, and you see a streak of black along the head of it as it looks around. That's Animorphs, baby. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howard, you run up on Yanni at this point, this figure. Remus, you slowly tail in behind. Thinks you being dragged and kind of just carried. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm keeping pace now once everyone else pace? starts running, yeah. Okay. Um, you guys start to slow down with Yanni at that. Uh, you guys are hitting that 80, 100 yards past the, after the sprint. Uh, 
Johnny, describe yourself for everyone. What are they looking at as they now have caught up to you and are kind of like, what are, where are we going? Um, the clothing that I wear is seemingly pretty fancy. Um, light armor on, cloak See, up, uh, pointed ears. Um, the longbow is over the shoulder, and he almost has like a a sheen uh, to his cheekbones and uh, he, he uh, you can see that he has a, a ring on his uh, right finger on his right ring finger that almost, almost catches, catches your eye as you're glancing at the character. Nice. Um, can the, uh, are your ears can, or is your, the cloaks up all the way? Right? Up all the way, but but like no, like it's like halfway. Okay. So like you know what I mean? Like you could see the blonde hair coming down, you could see the Got it. Azoth, you notice that those those look full points to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go over and smell them. I'm gonna smell them. Oh my. Do I uh, do I recognize anything of uh, him from that? No, you recognize as his smelling as he's smelling me. I'm just gonna take my right hand that has that ring on it and just kind of put it down towards his face. You know, what I mean, just kind of like gently down, not abrasively, not fast, just very slow with an open hand. Do I recognize the ring or the sigil on the ring? Um. I would say no. Okay. You would not. Okay. To Azoth, um, you know you don't have to smell his ass, right? I'll just wag my tail. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Are you guys going to keep pace, or are you trying to urge them to keep moving forward? Or are you... Uh, going to uh, break down and kind of look back and then see what's going on right now. Uh, Yanni, you have been, you have acquired amongst prior coming into the Fae, you were uh, given a map and you do know that there is a uh, cavern high up uh in a um, icy mountain peak that uh, you have marked for you. Okay, okay. So whoever is there, it, not everyone is around me right now, right? Um, I'm like they're up to behind you. I don't know if it's in, more of an encircling. I'm, I'm within at least thirty feet of you. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start to not loudly, but you know, raise my voice a little. Up on a peak, an icy peak, is where this thing, this beast, dwells. We must go there. We must slay this monster. Did you owe the warden a favor as well? I don't know this warden that you're speaking of. But it seems to me you're also in search of something. 
on some sort of quest here. Regardless or not of this beast, this dragon being a part of that. That is my quest. And that is where I am heading. And I am not lallygagging around here any longer. I have a map. I have a map at my disposal that shows of an icy ledge, a, a cavernous above ground dwelling where this monster hopefully is residing inside. I've been tracking these trees, these scratches, these 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 holes to find my way to guide me towards where that could possibly be. And I feel we're close. We're very close. That's good because the sooner we can kill this dragon, the sooner I can get this. And you see like this vine that's kind of wrapped around me. Um, I can get this thing off of me. I can speak normally again instead of in your head. And then... So I heard that in my head. Yep, you've been yeah. hearing Howard's been talking telepathically to you. Got it. So now I'm going to start saying we must go. We must kill the beast, but I'm going to speak it out loud in Draconic. Hmm. So I don't know that anyone in this party can even understand me. It may just sound like gibberish or nothing. I have no idea what he said. But at one point, I'm assuming he said in common, we have to kill the beast. So I'm for it because I'm pretty sure we're killing the same dragon. Uh, you guys all hear it. In it as it comes through. A um, little scary, a little intimidating. Sounds a little bit like a dragging dragon roaring as, as he talks, as he uh, gets it out. I'm pretty sure he's going to kill a dragon. <laughs> we could definitely use your help. Um, you would happen to be a prince by chance, are you? I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. You were... I am Yanni. I, I am come Yanni. from royal blood. Ah. So, like, I look back towards the rest of the group and, like, and I point at Yanni. He does have a mighty fine hat, Howard. You're right. Let's go kill that dragon. (laughs) Salt life, baby. That's right. They come from the beach. Pink speaks for Howard. Howard demands to see the map. Do you share the map? I reach into my cloak. I take the map out. All right, and let me send that to you all. Because your boy made up a map the other night. Right. Let's see. Uh, Rick's got milk. Milk? He's got a nice large bottle of milk. Rick, great job. uh, Water. I just sent the map via chat, guys. Yeah. Oh, there's the chat. And um, can you see? Can you tell where the cave is, Yanni? Do you see what I'm referring to? 
is. I don't, uh, I don't see it. All right, top so left. top left, there's a little uh, hook, little bump. Above the first mountain peak on the bottom. There so the go. T and the, it's right diagonal top left of the T and the. Oh, whatever, like you sent, whatever you sent, I might just not be able to see because I'm on my phone. <laughs> oh, I sent it right, to you on. via um, Facebook Messenger if you have the computer pulled up on your side. Okay, yeah, I can do that. That I there can you. do. That's that's for you if you wish to watch. There you go. Oh, look at that. Okay. We do have some people chatting a little bit. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Aside. Uh, with the map, I'll say it with uh with Yanni's expertise of tracking and exploration, I'll give you guys advantage on your survival checks to enter and Find the uh, the beast slayer if you guys want to make some survival checks as you're reviewing through breaking through pockets of trees. Um, you see far off to the west that these giant pillars reaching thousands of feet in the air that aren't mountains. They are like uh, oh my god, uh, um, they're crasts. I'm not pronounce them, but if like if you search up like on Google uh, South China crasts. K-A-R-A-S-T-S, I think it is. I don't have it written off. Um, they're the giant pillars of stone. But what you see is these giant shaped pillars that, are like, that look like mountains from a distance that are made of just chunks of solid ice from as far as you can tell. Let's see if I'm accurate on that. Um... Oh! Karst? Is that what it is? Karst. K-A-R-S-T. 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 There it is. So if anyone watching wants to see, uh, check out how to check out what we're looking at. We're s- something similar to that, but these giant, massive uh, structures made out of this ice. And you know, the, yeah, the scene in Mortal, the scene in Mortal Kombat where they're coming in on the boat for the first time. And they're coming to uh, the island. That that's what it looks like. Those, You're those, seeing uh, these those. now. It looks like there's multiple of them springing out, and you see one very far off to the right, far off that looks like pure ice shooting up. That looks as if it's almost a uh, fortress of solitude, and where it's not with the rock shooting off in uh, like the pillars, but it's like it's weird. It's kind of like how it looks on the map where it's like a crumbled like mountain coming up and then the two popping off of the side and it, it looks like there's a perpetual storm above it. Yanni, this may be the Pale Prince's place that they're talking about. You this do know? Go. May not want to go directly towards there. Yes, we want, we want to go directly towards there. You guys are going to go towards the Pale Prince. Oh, I am. <laughs> You are. All right. Um, you guys are looking over the map. You see that there, beca- there is some markings to the uh, southwest of this. What you're kind of picking up and you're seeing, okay, looks like they're the dragons coming from kind of the west a little bit. And I need everyone to make survival checks to see how accurate you all know where to go. 8 
Oh, I got a six. Fourteen. Sixteen. Six. We are not two sixes. <laughs> Azoth, what you get? Eight. Eight? Oh, alright. <laughs> Hold on one second, guys. Not such good rolls that time around. It's cold. You hear as you begin uh journeying in a northwestern path just towards these uh crafts. A you hear a loud <laughs> as you look up and you see a figure flying through the sky. Ooh. Large white wings. Um dimensions. Um, you see these large from looking up, you see a large lizard-like body with these white wings as it flies out in the direction of the shadowed mountains uh, not mountains, of the shadowed peaks that uh, are breaching into the sky Um, I'll howl back at it and then start like running in a uh, uh, in a way like I'm injured or something like that like I'm going to feign a limp and try and like to get the uh, get its attention. Oh, okay. Um, make um deception check with disadvantage, as it's not looking down at you. It just flies overhead. But you hear this. It is roughly two or three hundred feet above you, feet in the sky. It is high above you. Ooh. When I see him doing that, I'm also going to start screaming in Draconic into the sky. I'm going to scream, help, help me in Draconic. Oh, all right. We're just going to run to like the nearest tree and try to hide out of sight. Um, Howard, you look over and you see one tree off to the uh, right. Looks a little, looks a little barren. It's okay. You go running over, tuck behind it. It'll be like a little twig, and you see me standing right behind with the bright yellow going on. Wailing. <laughs> Make a stealth check. Um, yeah. a young dragon is uh, is considered large, so it is. it takes up a 10-foot square. So this beast is uh, probably head to tail as it's flying two, 300 feet up in the air. Looks maybe 15 feet wingspan. 30, no, 30, uh, wingspan would be 15, 20 feet. It's looking small in the sky, but it, you heard a roar. <laughs> That's a natural 20 on the, uh, on the stealth check behind the Howard, tree. with fear, you quickly wrap yourself in your cloak and just tuck behind the tree as it starts to pass over. Uh, what did you roll for a uh, persuasion check, uh, John, uh, Yanni? Oh. Roll a persuasion check with advantage because you're in draconic. I'll say it was uh, not so 23. Okay, what is everyone else doing as you hear the roaring? You look up 200 feet in the sky, you see a dragon flying. I'm behind Howard. Okay, I'm so going t- to wait for it to ascend on or descend on us, and then I'm going to pop out one of my barrel lids and just. 
be a barrel in the middle of the woods. A barrel? I have three barrel lids that I use as a bonus action, and a barrel goes around me. All right, push. Nice. All right. All right. Azoth. Yep. What are you doing as you're seeing this? Uh, you, I was uh, trying to just uh I, I was just trying to to get its attention to uh, as okay. a possible food. Whimpering okay. uh, bait. Okay. okay. You see this dragon fly over and you guys you guys begin to think so high up. It didn't see us. We're good. We're safe. We shouldn't be in danger. At least that's probably what you're thinking, Howard. Thinking, I'm hidden. It's not going to see me. Thanks. I'll let you uh, just be hidden, tucked away with... Uh, you, you were grabbed with Howard, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Karen, you... A little bit of the trick... A little bit of the, uh, the trickster god giving you a little bit of stealth. You're holding your breath. Because half the party is trying to get its attention, and the other <laughs> half is saying, let's hide. Oh, we got someone in the chat. Oh, whatever. I'll, I'll learn how to figure that out. Sorry, guys, if you're tuning in, you see the chat. Looks like someone's just dropping some links. I don't know how to moderate this right now. Oh, wow. oh shoot, we can become famous? <laughs> links? Hold on, how do I click these? Do, do not. <laughs> you guys start to hold your breath. <laughs> It looks down at you now, Yanni, with recognition, and it starts to t- dive bomb. What did you say again for it? Come help? Help. Help, help. me. <laughs> you hear out of its mouth. <laughs> As you see. A uh, giant, uh, uh, I mean, in size comparison to you, this is large. This is, it's very, this is very large. 20, 15, 15 foot long uh, white dragon wingspan <laughs> down as it comes swooping down, surveying and kind of circling around and <laughs> lands in front of you. Calling directly at it. How, uh, Remus, as you saw it descend, you popped the shield. Um, make a stealth check. See if you, if you were able to pop the, the stealth, uh, the check off in time. Twenty-four. With the quickness and lightning speed of fear of not wanting to have to tangle with another dragon, you quickly grab a uh, she uh, this wooden shielded uh, uh, top to a barrel, lift it above yourself, and go. And you, Yanni, you see off the corner of your eye a wooden barrel with some metal strappings around, apparate (laughs) out of nowhere, and the tiefling is gone. Seemingly inside of where the space was. Uh, Azoth 
are you next to Yanni where the dragon begins to li- begins to kind of le- uh cut, like drop down? Yeah, I'm gonna cut, maybe like I'm Yanni's pet or something like that at this point. I don't know. I'll kind of like just you know not not aggressively, but just kind of like you know. Interrupt my hunt. This better be good. So has he landed yet, or he's still kind of? He is at about a uh, twenty foot in the air <laughs> as he's kind of coming down, taking a taking a gander of what he's looking at, surveying sure. the field. I pull my cloak off my head fully. I grab my bow with an arrow. I pull the arrow and I scream back in Draconic, your hunting days are over, you bastard. Let's roll for initiative. That's right. All right, guys. Yeah, let's do this. Anthony, while he's uh, threatening him, can I pop my invoke duplicity and make a illusion of things? Yes. I will say we can do that. Um, Give me one moment as I get a battle camp for you all. Oh, shit. Oh, what is that? You guys, I planned for one map, and I have to pull pull a different one off. Classic. Classic. (laughs) That's what we call chaotic, baby. Oh, yes. This dungeon map change is brought to you by Oogie Games. Oogie Games, go check them out. Buy uh, some old, used, and new games at Oogie Games 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls. Oogie Games. Maybe you're cleaning out your closet and need to sell games or trade them for new games you want. Go to Oogie Games. Yes. Or maybe they can fix your broken NES. I don't know. They repair stuff. This is where the plug tails off. I'm sorry, Oogie Games. <laughs> I do have a broken NES. I should go talk to them. All right. What's Remus, get out of that barrel. <laughs> Soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We will You're say... in a barrel. I have my I have my own disposable barrels, basically. Like a Hanna Barbera cartoon, you yep. have just popped inside of a wooden barrel with metal things around it, like a oh, yes. barrel. Basically, starts doing the the tiptoe. Yeah, <laughs> I actually the last uh, the last session we had, I jumped from one bush to another bush in the barrel. You better hope that I'm engaged in this battle. Otherwise, I'm coming over there and pushing that barrel on its side and rolling it down. <laughs> um, we're going to say... Some Donkey Kong action? Here. Yep. <laughs> hey, why haven't we tried that yet? If we, have, like, like, if we had, like, a barbarian or something, I think that would be great. I mean, we've got a druid. You could just turn into a gorilla. I mean, oh, that's true. Just saying. Oh, you can oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look at that battle. Yeah, have, like, a little red tie. So... You're right up in front of it. It's got the uh, arrows. So there's Yanni. I have a mini for. Howard, you are tucking ass behind uh, 
this tree over here. Mm-hmm. in Finks. Where is... Where the hell did you go, Finks? Finks is right here. Can you guys see? Nope. Got Finks tucking. Is Finks a goblin? Finks, Finks is, is a goblin. goblin. Finks is a goblin. For a barrel? We're going to say for the barrel... You don't have a barrel mini? <laughs> I don't have a barrel mini. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, where would you have popped the barrel? Tree is off here to the distance. This is where he is. Um, I'm going the distance. <laughs> where would you where Where would you have popped the barrel off at? Um, barrel I'm at. gonna say I'm like on the line in between the the pillar and Yanni. Okay, so like right, pop. So right there. Yeah. Pop that up. And I don't have a wolf mini. I don't have any wolf minis yet. So we'll say that there is a little ice wolf mini right there. Anthony, about how far is the distance between uh, Finks and uh, Yanni? Distance between Finks and Yanni. Let's see. Real quick. I want to do this. Distance is... Seven. I have... Where is my... One second. Five. Bear with me for just a moment. Let me have my tangent tiles for a second as measurements. Nobody hear you. My dungeon tiles. So what is a Twitch chat? Uh, So you can go (laughs) onto Twitch and watch the stream, and then like people just chat. They're asking for more Ricky. I (laughs) no. For more Rick. They're actually asking for more Ricky, and if we want to be become famous, there's a lot of questions about that. Like, how famous? Uh, well, we can buy followers, and oh no, and I just want to be. I want to be yeah, like ludicrous famous. This oh, is yeah. like when people post on Instagram and, and the accounts ask if you want to collab. This yeah, that's not <laughs> collab. Yeah. Collab. Collab. Too, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, collab. So, um, how is that view camera-wise for you guys? Looks great. I can see some stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Perfect right there. Shift uh, it over. Yeah. You get more in the light. What the? See. I didn't summon the lamp. I very know. large tree. It's a very big tree. So you are... I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs> You're eight spaces, uh, forty feet from Yanni, and right. um, roughly. So, so the illusion can can appear like thirty feet away from me to start. I want it to kind of like be obscured by Yanni, as if I was like ready to go behind him, brave warrior. Okay, I have a mini um, we can use for you. Would be for your duplicate. Yeah. A- actual Finks is going to stay cowering behind the tree, though. So. 100%. We're, I have a little kobold here. Perfect. You want to be where? Uh, yeah, I just want it to be uh, as if the dragon didn't see me pop up. I want to be in between the, the sight line. Basically, as close to Yanni as I can get within 30 feet. And then just have like the perfect, uh, you know, so he can't see me just appear. So Howard is hiding behind a tree over here with you. 30 feet. So you're right there. So be 10. You can get about right. You get up to about here. Is that okay? Perfect. Yeah, I just want to be obscured um, when I appear. 
Yep, you're good. You're right there. So, Yanni, you see a small little goblins figure pop up to your right. And uh, roll for initiative, guys. So, what did everyone get? Uh, Howard? Uh, 12. 12. Remus? 15. 15. Oh, I got a t- 21. 22. Ooh. Eight. 13. Nice. Let's go. Ooh, hold on real quick. Hold on. Let me... I need to readjust this, uh, re- re-edit this encounter. It add five extra players, and I want to deal with that. Um, one more uh-huh. Who? My bad. Hold on. I'm, I'm adding in a... Because uh, I don't have... Fibala five times two. Squared. Squared. Shit. All right. Howard. Yours again? Uh, 12. 12. Remus was 15. Azoth is 13? 13. What was it? 13. 13. My bad. Finks was 22. 22. Uh, Yanni? 21. Nice. All right. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Off the top of the round. All right. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to up my mic a little bit because I'm going to do a little bit of walking, guys. How am I coming through? Is it still good? Yeah. 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 All right. Let me know if I get a little quiet, okay? Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Top of the round. Finks, what are you doing? All right. So Finks is going to start with uh, his spiritual weapon. Okay. So I'm going to summon the uh, the bat creature. Okay. So you guys see um, Finks start to look around Fran- this. Uh... Can you summon it from your... Yeah, so so the whole point of the illusion is it can cast spells as if it were me. Okay, it just yeah. Can't like stalk or anything. So you um, see the um the mini finks over here where we have this nice little cobalt. And for anyone tuning in now watching, this is a white dragon. Please ignore the black dragon mini. Um, you see this uh, scrambling finks start to look around for a moon to cast off of, and in a faint distance see something similar. And it's like that'll do, and. Uh, as it begins to point and pull the energies from this moon, you see this uh, little, very, uh, you've always cast it in darkness, little moonlight, uh, moonlit uh, white palescent bats start to fly out from in front of it. Uh, we'll say um, these are the bats. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna summon it right uh right on the right flank there, and have it start Here? attacking uh right on the right flank of the dragon. It's right there. Yeah. All right. The dragon is uh 15 to 20 feet up in the sky, in the sky right now. That's fine. It's it's a 20 foot range actually, so that works. So I'm gonna attack with that. All right. And um, also, I wanted to cast that as a third level spell, so it is um. An extra 2d8 when I attack with that. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll. Okay. Ziani, you see this 
Moonlit, uh, Moonlitten, Moonlight, a visage of bats come out of this goblin's hands and go and turn and almost with a, uh, almost like a swarm mentality, smash into the side of the dragon. So we're opening that up with a natural 20. 27 to hit. Nice! That is yeah. hit! Roll some damage. Alright, cool. Make perception checks, everyone, real quick. Just to look at uh, what they can mm. roll. Not everyone. Correction. Yanni and Yanni remit, uh, Yanni thinks... No, correction. Yanni and Azoth. Make perception checks real quick, as this dragon is over you now. 24. 16. Okay. Um... <clears throat> This dragon looks, uh, it looks a little hurt, as if it was just came from battle. It has a uh, couple cuts into one of its thighs, and it was kind of, it kind of lines up, and it was flying with urgency now. So. All right, so the crit uh, was... Sorry, I, I thought it was a third-level spell. It's a, it's a second-level spell. Um, doesn't actually have any benefit. But anyway, uh, uh, did... Do you guys have access to third-level? I do, no. yeah. You do? do? Did you want to cast it at third? No, I don't. I, I misread it wrong. There's actually no benefit for doing that. It's a fourth level. It goes up. Oh, so good. It is a second level. But uh, it did 11 damage plus one for the Wand of the War Mage. Awesome. Does that, does that plus one double? I don't... Um... Does it, the Wand of the War Mage, I'm pretty sure, only does a plus one to attack rolls. Does oh, it do no, extra... one, one to attack and damage. Well, then just 11, then. Okay, well, no, no. If, if it's, does it say plus one, if it says plus one to damage, double it, then. I double all damage um, on a nap. Um, plus one bonus to spell rolls. In addition, you ignore half cover when making... Okay, nope, sorry. Plus one bonus to spell attack rolls. So no extra damage. Um, 11. Okay, cool. Um, 11 damage. As this uh, visage of moonlight bats slam into the creature, it goes, Ugh! and they begin to like start to bite at me. <sighs> Starts to snatch at the uh, drag at the bats that are smashing into it. As it's biting, it uh, a- as it's done biting, it kind of rears its head, looking right down at you, Yanni, oh. calling it down for no reason. Uh, by mere just dumb luck of a high persuasion roll in draconic. <laughs> Is the is the dragon landed or is it still hovering? Dragon is not landed. It is hovering. How high up is it again? Fifteen feet. Okay. Anywhere between fifteen and twenty. It's kind of like, whoosh. It goes up a little bit and then it starts to lower and then. Whoosh. Okay. Uh, Yanni, you're up next. Unless Sphinx wishes to do movement. Um. Actually, I, I that was my bonus action to cast that spell. So I also want to cast bless if I can. And that will be my concentration. So three. Bonus creatures. action was to cast it and hit and make the attack. Um, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me reread that real quick. It's been I'm a while since I used this. No, uh, so you're good. In time, one bonus action. You create the weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you cast the spell, you can make a melee attack. Um, and then as a bonus action, I can move it again. So the first I'm, one I think is free. Yes. And then the yeah. second one will take up my bonus action again. But uh, I still have my regular action. Is that correct? Um, I don't know offhand, but let's roll with it for right now. Sure. You already cast okay. it, so boom, you hit, attacked. Okay, I just want to cast a blast on the, the party here. 
Chaos so. Blast. Go for it. All right. So everybody, well, the three people closest to me, so Remus, uh, Yanni, and Azoth, you guys are going to get 1d4 extra on the attack rolls and saving rolls. All right. So be sure. Um, a d4 extra. So when you're making attack rolls, add an extra d4 to your d20. Oh, okay. Cool. Opposite of hacks, basically. Or opposite of bane. Cool. Uh, so you are... Who's blessed? Is it eight, uh, Is it three of you? Uh, Azoth, Remus, and Yanni. They're hashtag blessed. Yes, thank you. Friends. Get out of that barrel. And we'll give you a I'll little bless. <laughs> Here, you a little rasa dice of bless. <laughs> there you go. Yanni, what are you doing? Uh, this dragon uh, just... Reared its head over you. You called me out. You calling it out of its sky. You have its attention. Oh yes. So I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on okay. on the dragon clearly, and then I'm going to finally attempt to release my arrow that I have been holding back there. Um. Put it. Just one second. Just checking one other thing real quick for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, perfect. Okay. So I'm going to use, uh, yeah, my longbow. I'm going okay. to, to release an arrow. We'll see. I'll roll that extra D4 there as well. I had a natural 20. I cannot make that up. Yeah, so holding it. <laughs> just perfect. Just spot on. Uh, roll damage at this bad boy. Feel good about this fight. Uh, so, <laughs> so, because it already took some damage, uh, and it looks like it's not at full health, I with my Colossus Slayer, I get an extra D eight, and then an extra, and then a D six for the Hunter's Mark. So that total damage is five, nine, fourteen, fifteen. All right, nice. You uh, pick an arrow, calling the hunter's mark upon it as you go to raise your bow. Uh, you place a nice, well t- well pointed arrow right into its uh, right into part of like its uh, chest. You see the arrow sink in and bed in just a much a little bit more deeper, having your colossal feature plus the hunter's mark. <clears throat> it looks down at you. Uh, do you want to do anything else? Yeah, I'm going to actually use my second attack and just shoot another, another arrow at his stupid ass. All right. Bonus action, you you reload, you grab that second arrow. I got a... One second here. Plus eight. Twenty-one. Launch that hits. All right. So then I can only use the... Colossus Slayer once per turn, so it's just my regular D8 and my D6, so. And that is 7 and 5, so that is 12. Nice. Another, uh, in the other part of the shoulder, you pick up another uh, arrow, and it's almost like as you're looking at this beast with the Hunter's Mark, you're looking at it as if it's a grid of of a schematics of you're looking for the pinpoint accuracy of where to place the shots. (laughs) Another one. Right into his shoulder. It, it backs off a little bit, looking a little uh, aggravated at you. 
that it came down to help to see what what called it. Uh, and it just got shot with two arrows. It sure did. What would you like to do with the rest of your turn? Uh, I'm just going to lean over my shoulder and say to uh, the illusion, I believe, thanks the goblin goblin there, I'm going to say, for glory, but in goblinoid. All right. In goblin, I'm going to say it. So, no common. There you go. All right. Up next, uh, well, it's going to use a uh, legendary action after your turn to immediately, you see it go, and all the air around it now starts to just sucked in, and you see this cold, frosty mist just over you. Um, I need you to make a de- uh, constitution saving throw as uh, I need actually Azoth and uh, uh, Yanni to make constitution saving throws. Don't forget the d4. I'm immune. Oh, I'm a winner. You're wolf. immune to cold damage. I'm immune to. I'm immune to cold damage. I'm a winter wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, I got eighteen. Eighteen. So I can I can I position myself in front of him to take uh to basically take some of the uh, like shield. You're like that guy that always wears short pants no matter what time of year it is. Yeah. Make a dexterity yeah. check. <laughs> Make a dexterity check because you said you were laying on your on your side, prone, kind of like woundedish. That okay. you need, you're trying to scramble up now to jump in front of it and trying to see if you can take a the brunt or uh, at least part of the damage. Uh, okay, and then uh... eight, eight, um, eight. You scramble up, and seeing a blast uh, coming from it, you think, I can do this. I can help. Let me jump in front. Let me see if I can help and jump in. As you go to uh, get up and leap, you jump a little bit too much, and you just jump out of the way. And unfortunately, the blast still hits Yanni, dead and centered. Maybe some damage here. Do 5d8 cold damage. Nine, 15, 22. You get hit with 27 points of cold damage as a frosty stream streaks down at you. Oh, Yanni, just. Cold. How you looking? 18 points left. All right. I figured you got level five is you guys aren't squishy as squishy. All right. It's now the dragon's turn. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. It's got a D. See if I can get that back. Nope. It does not recharge its breath. So it is going to now swoop down and make a multi-attack as it... Uh, comes down at you and with its mouth to go bite as it claws at you. <laughs> the first one at you, Yanni, is with its mouth. It's going to be a 14 plus 7. Oh, that hits then. Yeah. 
coming in for part of your shoulder to try and replicate a little bit of the pain that you just launched at it. It's going to hit you for... Thirteen damage as you get bitten right in your shoulder. You feel part of your shoulder blade go, and you're sitting there going, "Well, that's going to be a little harder to shoot an arrow now." Uh, it is going to take one claw attack and swipe at the wolf that just jumped in fr- across it. Oh, that's cocked. Oh, no, shoot, shoot. That's a natural one coming over at the wolf yeah. as it runs uh, to uh, jump across you. It's almost like it kind of gallops in the air uh, and the paw swiping misses you. It's going to take a, uh, another swipe over at you, getting aggravated that it missed. That's a three to plus seven. So, ten? Thirteen. Yeah, lucky. Uh, the dragon kind of <laughs> flies up over here now. A little bit off to the side as it uh, moved during its attack. And it is going to fly up. Here, it's hunter marked. It's going to fly up about 10 feet up. So it is uh, 25 feet in the air. It is now Remus's turn. Remus, you're in your barrel. You are... 40 feet from where the dragon is, but 20 feet up, so 60 feet distance. What do you want to do? I'm going to move 30 feet towards the dragon in barrel form still. 30 feet? Yeah, so a little more left. Yeah, towards where that... Yeah! Alright. So I'm going to go there. I'm, I'm going to... Toss my barrel in to the side. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to toss my barrel into the side and throw two psychic daggers at it. All right. You toss the Captain America shield style, just and you see the, the barrel just go into the side. Uh, the barrel just still kind of whole. Just, it's weird looking at him. Just kind of like popping up and like launching daggers. Uh, big attack rolls. All right. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on, Remus. 25. That hits. <laughs> All right. That one's for... Because there's no one within five feet of him, right? No, no. Sad. Uh, so that's that's going to be four damage for that one. Oh, yeah, four. That's pretty good. Big four. <laughs> it's a strong four. Strong, strong four. Yeah. four. <laughs> it's strong four, guys. 40. Four zero damage. <laughs> help me, Rick. Remus, help. <laughs> Barrel. <laughs> You want to throw a second second one? Yeah, it was a 14. 14. Uh, as you go to launch off the side hand, the, you see a psychic dagger just go pass it over his shoulder. 
That's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be it, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah, that's it for me for now. Awesome. All right, so launch it next time. It's okay. Um, the barrel, we'll say, is toppled over here to the side because uh, Remus didn't didn't disengage with the barrel; it's just kind of thrown off. Uh, do you kind of tuck into the barrel and try to, or are you going to just stand up still, or what's up? Uh, I mean, I. I believe it's just to the side of me. I used up my movement. Okay. So it's just it's just kind of chilling next to me. I'm out out of the barrel now. Barrels to your side, just kind of chilling there. Sick. Uh, oh wait, this was the spiritual weapon. That's what that was. All right. Top uh, next up is Azoth. Um, dragon's too far out of my way to do anything with it hovering in the air. So I'm just going to stay on the defensive for right now. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna gonna hold steady. Okay. Do you want to hold your attack or hold your action for something specific? I guess if I can do that and wait till he uh, lands, potentially to hold it. I guess I don't know. All right. You cannot hold your. You cannot hold movement like intended movement. So if you wish to move somewhere, you can do that. But if you can say, I want to wait next to Yanni until the dragon comes within range and then I want to uh, bite at it. Something like that. When that happens you, it then takes place. Alright, I'll do that then. Uh, I'll, I'll stand guard by uh, Yanni uh, until the uh, dragon is within uh, melee range. Alright. attack. Got it. Howard, you're tucked behind this, this uh, tree here. You saw a dragon come swooping down, take a bite at Yanni. What are you doing? <laughs> Howard's going to freak out. He's going to lift up his arm, attempt to do Eldritch Blast, and in the sudden weight of realizing what he's done with the Green Warden, verbal doesn't work, so nothing comes out. And in sheer dread and panic, like he's like, oh crap. Uh, I'm going to start moving around towards the backside of him, I guess, kind of like make a round towards him. All right. But before Howard goes... Can yeah. I can I just take out like my light crossbow and just kind of like offer it to him? Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the moment of just kind of, we'll say that the free action of that kind of all happened. Yeah. Um, I want to say, make a. Make a. Me a willpower. Um, wisdom. Jack. Okay. Uh, just regular check. Ooh, seven. Seven? Uh, thanks. Yes. Howard holding on to you and kind of just... I would have let Howard around. go by now already. Like, oh, you would have let things go? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I was yeah. behind him. He wasn't holding Oh, anymore. behind him, behind him, okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in like a snowbank. In the moment of kind of passing over the tree, uh, as Howard kind of grabs you and he goes to cast, uh, kind of grabbing the, the thing, you feel a weird tingle in your arm where when you hand over the crossbow as Howard's trying to shoot Eldritch Blast. Oh. You could see Howard line up and be like... And you feel this weird tingle in your arm. Almost like a pins and needles. And then it fades away. Okay. 
Okay. Hmm. Thanks. Top of the round. What are you doing? Um, how far away is Dragon from my weapon? Um, 45 feet or so. So my bonus action, I can move it 20 feet. I'm going to move it back towards me. Okay. Uh, this Finks or this uh, Finks? Illusion Finks. Real Finks is like, okay, so the way this thing works is I have to use my own senses. So Finks is like peeking out of the snowbank, kind of like masterminding the whole thing, whatever he's doing. But he's trying to stay out of sight while he's doing it. Um, so that's, that's why I can't, um, no, it's good. I just want to make sure if, because when you say yeah. move towards Finks, I don't know which Finks. So you want yeah. towards that one. Illusion Finks for now. So yeah, 20, okay. 20 feet so. that way, just to get it more, you know, defending our party here. And then for my actual action, I'm going to cast, where's my spells? These bats start to, <laughs> start to flap and fly their way over. I'm going to hit them with the, uh, it's the weapon, the, where is it? Guiding Bolt. There you go. I'm going to do it at level two. You cast Guiding Bolt. Is it uh, you have to, is it an attack to, do you have to Guiding Bolt automatic hit or is that Magic Missile? Uh, it's, I got a hit. So I rolled a 18. 18? That just hits. Oh, good. That one saved you. Oh, wait. Yeah. A little bit more, but close to just hitting. Alright, so that's 5d6 radiant damage, totaling 19. Do you guys see uh, this bla- this little uh, goblin of Finks poke its, its, hand, its uh, hand up because, I don't, know if the, I don't know if it holds the wand too, or, but we'll say it, it looks like it's holding the wand, and you see a ray of light just like a, like just erupt from it like MAGA flashlight style and just start to blast itself at the dragon. Uh, 19 damage. Yep. That's looking a little hurt, guys. Okay. Hey, thanks. Real quick, was that a light crossbow that you gave me? I'm sorry? Was that a light crossbow that you gave crossbow. me? Crossbow, yeah. Perfect, okay. I don't remember where I found it, but I have it. I'll say in the quick grabbing, he he hands you uh, three bolts with it. I always keep uh, one in the chamber too. So so four, we'll say perfect, perfect, street smart. It's loaded. <laughs> there you go. All right, Yanni, you're up. Hmm. Well, about twenty five feet in the air. What? Hmm. You know what? I'm pissed. I'm just gonna try to shoot shoot arrows again. I'm pissed. I'll take okay. a risk on my life. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna shoot my first arrow. And then the extra two, so 14 and 8, so 23. 23. That hits. That right. hits. So then I so, get a colossal. Where are you aiming for? Just chest shots? Anything specific? You trying to call shots at all? I got the hunter's prey on there, so I'm kind of just exactly how you described it. I, I'm looking at, you had said earlier that there were some wounds, that it had shown some scratches. Cutting- so- 
looks like looks like it took like a, some like giant axe cleaving to the leg by something yeah, large. Places where it's already seeming weak, either the shots that I already had arrows in there or in that gash where the leg is, or maybe even some soft placement underneath the belly. Um, Perfect. But right now I'm, I'm pretty weak and I'm pretty angry and delirious. So I'm also at the same time just trying to hit it with anything I can. You know? Got it. All right. So you pull up another one. Twenty damage. You see this arrow uh, come rocketing from the bow, and as it hits uh, the the part right in its leg, where you're seeing that it looked like it has almost like it was freshly cleaved, almost. And as it hits it, you see a, t- a tendon from its leg go as it goes drops a little as you deal a massive chunk of damage into one of into its uh, rear. It'd be a uh, passenger rear leg, we'll say. Got it. Um, and then... Uh, and it, I'll leave, at that moment, it drops a little bit, too. It wasn't uh, expecting that. Uh, it is down to 17, 15 feet in height. I'm going to try and grab one more arrow. I'm going to attempt my second attack here. Okay. see. <sighs> A 14 plus 18, so a 28. That hits. So just the D8 and the D6 only for this time. So 6 plus 1, 7, and the 6, so 13 damage. Uh, You see something in its uh, rib cage. Above where the uh, cle- the cleaved leg is, where you just place it, you see there almost looks like a hole. About it looks like a hole, almost about the size of like your wrist, like you could fist it, like kind of a size hole in its side of its rib cage. And you're like, what the hell is that going to do? You launch an arrow into that, and what's the damage on that? Thirteen. You see uh, the arrow disappear into the beast as it goes, kind of turn and like move on pain, reacting to whatever you just launched inside of its body. It launched a nice damage. And then um, I think I need to run. (laughs) Got it. Where are you running to? I am going to, let me look at the, uh, okay, I'm going to run. That item that's to the right, what is that? Yep. That's my uh, my spiritual weapon, the bats. Okay, that's where the bats are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually going to run towards that. Okay. I'm just going to kind of, yep, kind of like I see them. There's a bunch of them, right? Yeah, we'll say. Um, there's, there's one big one, and then the other ones are just there for flavor. One big one and a few. So I'm just going to kind of run in there and that's it. Just, I'm standing in here now. <laughs> okay. You will say you're lightly obscured. It, sure. Sure. Because there, there's a bunch of them and they're kind of... Yeah, but clearly I'm still there. But it's like, yeah. it's the first thing I see and I'm panicking because I'm weak. So I just run over there. All right. You go and tuck in and run. It's the dragon's turn. Looking at you running away, looking at 
the beast that uh, smacked it and launched a bulk of light at it. Let me see. The cool thing about white dragons, they're not the smartest. Yeah. Rage is going to kick in. It is going to see if it recharges. Ooh, no, that doesn't come out. Nice. It gets back. It's, uh, you see it, this cold coalescing from its uh, maw with this almost like a mist just dripping, uh, kind of like cascading off of its mouth as it's breathing. <sighs> you shouldn't have done that. <sighs> um, it is uh, clearly speaking to you, Yanni. <sighs> I'll freeze you too. But first, it is going to swoop in, raising and coming down on uh, you on this uh, little bit of Fink's Remus. This body smashes right into you. Make a dexterity check as it comes swooping by you. Uh, make it for a, a bite act, attack at Fink's. Fink's, what's your AC? Uh, so that's an illusion, Fink's. It doesn't. I know. It doesn't, I don't know how that works, but my personal armor class is 17. All right. Um, you seeing it come swooping down, you begin, to, you begin to kind of like move, 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 and it gets a duck a little bit, and just as it bites in, it uh, it just misses it. Dex on Remus. Is it just a dex roll or a save? Dex save. As this... As this white dragon swoops in and uh, completely invades your space with disregard to you. It's going to be an unnatural 20. Fair enough. Easily. Uh, as this dragon comes swooping in, you begin to chuck uh, and dive off to the left just barely. Uh, pulling the barrel, so at least in uh, holding it to your side, but you get out of range of it. Without it noticing you, here it is uh, going to both claws rip into the uh, goblin uh, illusion that you guys may be aware of. Because you are prone. You know how Finks operates. I've actually been hiding that from them, but I probably... Uh, I mean, Howard saw me do it. I have no idea about the illusion. Oh, Remus, you don't, you don't know that. I forgot. I thought uh, they knew. My bad. I don't know so, what's Remus, going on. You see this dragon swipe at Finks. The first one was a 13 plus 7. That one hits. What hit as uh, both claws. 8 plus 7 is 15. So first one hits. Second one misses it. But within this uh, moment, it sees that it's an illusion as its claws pass right through the goblin's body. That is Ooh. its turn. Remus, you're up. Uh, come on, Barrel. I'll say yeah. he begins to hover. Start, he starts to raise a little bit, knowing, seeing that the jig is up. He's got, enough, he's got enough flight speed. So he begins to raise up 10 feet. So he's back up at 20, uh, 15, 20 foot marker. Oh, crap. Uh, I'm going to throw two more daggers at him. Yes! Right. Daggers! That's all I've got. For my brain. It's going to be 21. 21. 21 hits. 
launch that first one. Uh, well, anyways. Come on, Remus. That's going to be a seven. Okay. Seven. That's a dagger. That's a dagger. (laughs) That's a dagger. The second one's going to be a 24 to hit. That hits as well. For five damage. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Shipping away. Nice. And I'm going to try and tuck myself back into my barrel. Make a stealth check. What? Because this dragon is swiping down at this imaginary Finx, and it just got dagger daggered into its side. It's ugh, as it's beginning to look over at very slowly at what just threw daggers. I got a 20. It sees a barrel. It sees a uh, barrel in the snow. It looks, it starts to look around for what it presumes to be a goblin hiding somewhere. Thinks, make a stealth check. Shit, goblins are small. They can fit in barrels. Barrel. Think this through. Barrel. If I could turn back time. All right. 18 plus 6. 24. It is looking frustrated at what just hit it. It's looking for a goblin, and it doesn't see anything. Let's see. Who is it going to viciously? Up next, Azoth. All right. So so the Winter Wolf can actually speak... um, uh, It can speak Common, Giant, and Winter Wolf. So the fact that I can still talk means I can still cast my spells. Yes, she so, can. So I want to um, use my cantrip, uh, Toll the Dead. Um, so I, I pointed at the dragon, and sound of the bell fills the air, and it needs to succeed on a uh, wisdom saving throw, or it takes uh, 2 to 12 necrotic damage. Oh. All right, let's roll these dice. Six constitution. Uh, I or wisdom, wisdom. You said wisdom, wisdom. Yeah, it says wisdom fourteen. I failed it. Okay, so uh, only some damage. See, As you guys see, this winter wolf with this black streaked mohawk point like a like almost like a hunting dog just <laughs> and start to start to uh, growl and utter in some common tongue. Uh, 21. Oh, yeah. Nice. You see, this dragon looks hurt. Yeah. It looks hurt. Is there effective Toll of the Dead? Uh, necrotic damage. No, 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 like a, like an everlasting, like a persistent? Uh, nope. Nope, got it. All good. Thinking of something else then. Up next, Howard. Actually, no, it didn't. It did not like that from you as a drag uh, hitting it. It is going to turn its head around, and the breath of air that it had sucked in is going to use its legendary action to go and launch a stream of icy air at you. 
at the Winter Wolf. Okay, I wag my tail at it. Make a... I'm immune to cold damage. No No effect. effect. I wag my tail at it. Boom. Never mind. It does think of that. As a nat 20 on a a wisdom, it's going to pick it up. Aggravated, it sprays its mouth and uh, does not shoot its cold cold breath at it because it wouldn't do that. I am going to, uh, however, on my bonus action, use a healing word and cast that on Yanni. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, And he will get, uh, hold on. Give you some health back here, bud. Thank you, brother. I was not planning for a winter wolf from you, man. <laughs> All right. The white dragon's not that smart. Eight. Uh, hold on here. Yeah, okay. they have a six for an intelligence. So, well, he might. On, he Fool. Seeing it happen once with the nat twenty on the on the check. Oh, yeah. yeah. you get twelve hit points back. Well, thank you. Nice. Nice. Uh, Howard, you're up. If unless Azoth's gonna move. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold my ground. You hold your ground as it is fl- it's uh flying up uh, fifteen feet up in here. <sighs> Why must we fight? Because oh no, he's more than thirty feet, never mind. Um I can't say it. <laughs> he's you say it and you're just like it didn't hear. Yeah, is he speaking okay. common or draconic? Uh, speaking, he speaks common. He's just going to blatantly just brash, just speak out to everyone. Uh, so Howard's just going to think to himself then, um, so I can get this damn vine off of me. And he's going to roll to the left about 10, 15 feet, about 15 feet. And he's going to aim the light crossbow and fire. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Uh, 21. Oh, one. Sucks. That hits. Sweet. You. Um, oh, it's just one D8. Uh, two points of damage. Oh. Ooh. Strong two. Strong two. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even. It doesn't even register you. Yeah. Oh, so he's gonna load up and get ready for his next turn. That's all I got. Anthony. Yes. Did that bolt stick in? Ooh. It dealt damage. I mean, it's very faintly stuck it's, in, but it's in there. It's in. Okay. Might be, might be something later. Oh Perfect. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I don't know where you're going with this. Uh, this <laughs> dragon is looking hurt. Finks, top of the round. It's you. It's looking now, and it's looking as if it's gonna flee. Uh, bonus action, move the, the bats and attack with them. Move them up 20 feet. Move them. Um, so they're over here. Let me see real quick. Because he is 20 feet in the air. How high would you have the bats? They were roughly covering... Oh, I don't know. On the ground. Uh, 
Well, they've been they've been in the air. In the air, so right. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll say they're about ten feet off the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of covering a, a general space of where over Yanni is. You some diagonals here. Some hypotheses. Yeah. You are. It's just below it. I'll let you attack with disadvantage. All right, I'll attack its feet. Go to attack at its feet. All right, hold on. Strawberry feels forever. That's where All you're right, going. Sorry. With disadvantage, there's a one and an 18, so I will take the one. Got it. So. All right. Um, and then for my action, I want to use the, uh, what's it called? The blasty thing again. Got it. Guiding bolt. Make an attack roll. As a third level spell, because I'm in mm. business. Oh, yes. Better not miss. Eat dirt. All right. 17, and then one for the uh, war wand. 18. What was it? 18. 18. That hits. All right. As it... Well, you point up your... Because uh, it's being cast through the goblin, the little... Yep. Uh, this one over here. Point up your wand, and as you launch a bolt of light, you guys see a... Uh, what you see is a streaming sh- streak of light. How much damage did it do? 18. 18 points. And what was it? Two hit? Uh, to hit it was 18. Oh, it was both. Oh, that. okay. Thought I misheard. So you guys see a streak of light. Thinks what you do see concentrating on this is uh, from the wand and from where your duplicate is, a small ball, roughly about the size of a softball, that shoots from the uh, smaller goblin. And as it rockets towards the dragon, this little white ball begins to expand into a large moon of, of just moonlight, moon like this, that pale, the pearlescent, opaque mo- uh, moonlight as it, boom, rocks it. You see, it, within the f- uh, final blow, this dragon uh, screams out, as it drops, flying, trying to keep wings your little bats begin to run up and start to pick and chew at the wings as it begins to lose its momentum in the air. And it becomes crashing down. You roll a d4. One, two, three, four. Oof. One. Three. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Falls over down this dragon is uh, circling around is uh, laying on the ground now with uh, dead or close to life's end I go and pee on it (laughs) you can easily you guys can hear a Oh. So, oh. Please. What are you guys doing? It's trying to like mumble. There's something trying to, it's trying to say is it's, 
it can't, it tries to keep lifting its head to look and talk. And every time it does, it just keeps falling. How is it going to like run as quickly as it can up to the dragon? Mm-hmm. Um, and when he gets near the, the head part, uh, telepathically to the dragon, Sorry, this is nothing personal. I just want to get rid of a vine. And I'm going to cast Primal Savage, since that's the only one I can do without using verbal. Yep. And I'm going to make an attack roll against its throat and basically try to rip out its throat. Sweet. Make an attack roll. All right. So uh, that is... Uh, it's 23. That hits. And um, then 2 That's... That's... Yeah, I want to roll it. <laughs> oh, you want to roll the die? Roll the die. Let's see how let's see how savage you get. It's eleven points. All right, this white dragon, as uh, large as it was, it was not planning to be ambushed, and it's traveling with urgency, hearing a call, a cry out in Draconic. Unfortunately, bamboozled it. You do hear telepathically reach hit hit back to you. Don't let the demon take my egg. Please. As it dies, you hear it telepathically hit you. Oh. And it has more of a feminine tone into your head. Uh oh. Awesome. Uh, Does does anyone. uh, I assume we're all just kind of huddled around the dragon now. You guys can do that with with what you will. And I'll say, upon killing the dragon, Howard, the band around your arm just goes limp and falls off. Oh. I was going to be so, like, relieved. Like, I can speak again. La, 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 la. Ooh. Oh. Yes. I am back, babies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have at it. The dragon is yours. You may pick clean what you want. Uh, Yanni, pleasure to finally speak to you. Um, thank you for your help and helping me achieve uh-huh. what I needed most as far as getting this vine off. And I appreciate that. Um, yes, let us loot. Loot, loot, loot. It's Do nice we, hearing the voice, friend. Yes. Do we and need a... Oh. What do you guys want to do? There is a, there is a young dragon... Uh, there's a young white dragon's corpse. Well, does anyone else... Does, does anyone need anything from the corpse, Remus is going to ask? We can always use scales, teeth. All right, Greg... Thinks yeah. the illusion's gonna walk back to where I actually am and act like I was just strolling around, and then oh, out. There's yeah. no camera. All right. Um, because I'm uh, take take what you need from it. That I'm gonna try something after your fall, taking stuff from it. Did you try fitting it in the barrel? No, I'm, I, you're gonna love this one actually. After it's weird. It's even. It's another yeah, it's even so. better power I have. Um. So. Mm. We we want some proof of what we did, and I think rolling up to that party 
with the head of the the terror of this region would definitely get us some favor. Yeah. Do we so, need a whole head, or do you just want like some some scales, a claw? Definitely some scales. I think we can any, use those. anything. Is there any defining features about that particular dragon that it would be known that that was the dragon of the pale whatever? The, the dragon of the Vale of the Long Night? Yeah. Yeah, is there any, anything that is like that is identifiable that if we just take that piece... They have like a weird horn? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'll say for one, Howard is speaking. You all notice that. So they already know. So, well. so Howard, the, the, the charge to the Green Warden is either the dragon dies or Howard's going to die. But but the warden knows, but but the people of the Feywild don't. They have I'm no trying idea. To like, be like, hey, look what we did. Give All us right. Some, uh, money. Um, make an investigation check as you start looking over this dragon then. Also, Yanni, you said you still have a map to his lair, correct? Correct. Hmm. I'm thinking, since we already took care of our problem here, we could use that map if you guys don't mind, I'm going to turn the rest of the group. If you guys don't mind spending a little bit extra time out over wherever we are, and uh, possibly raiding his lair, I thought that totally was the plan. You said Finks could have all of your stuff. Uh, not all of my stuff, but he can have a good portion. I think um, we'll have to yeah. figure that out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and then he's going to kind of hang around Yanni a little bit and just kind of nonchalantly check him for any tails that might look demonish or <laughs> hidden horns that might look demonish in any type of way. <laughs> make investigation. Make a perception check. And okay. um, Finks, make investigation check over uh, the dragon. You start to... What? I rolled a zero. <laughs> My dragon, played. man. It's a bit... This, this, to, to you guys, this is... Um, I mean, the dragons are large. This is a this is a very massive beast. This is uh, this dragon is about the size of a of a car with wings. As this is a pretty massive beast, the tail is easily the length of the bot of the of just is like double the length of just the body, or like the body just extended on. Um, wings flashed out. I mean, this is huge. To you, being a goblin, this is really big. <laughs> you uh, you want to like, What's up? I, I want to take one of its eyes. Okay. Uh, make a... I'll let you make animal handling or... No, no, not animal handling. Make a medicine or a, a sleight of hand. So it'll be dexterity. All right, I'll take medicine. Okay. And, ooh, awesome, five. <laughs> five? Uh, yeah. You go to push into one of the uh, eyes, and you uh, get a dagger, and as you go to kind of cut in around, the eyes are about the size of, to fit a palm each, as you go to put your hand up to. And as you go to cut the one, you, your hand slips and slices through the eye. Oh, what uh, are you doing? You want to go for the other one? No. Do you want some help? I 
I'm going to get rid of this dragon, hopefully, once we take off whatever we need it. Mr. I just want to seems like a skilled tracker. Maybe he has some experience with uh, removing dragon pieces. I just want an eye. John? Or Yanni, are you grabbing anything off of this dragon? No. Nope. Will you, do you wish to assist or help them? No. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. Uh, you, I right. want, before, before Remus does his thing, I definitely want some scales. Um, something identifiable, aside from the scales, and then maybe like a dragon steak. I don't know. I do want to try to eat some of it. Okay. Um, I'll say over the course of uh, knowing what, kind of have an idea of where Remus is going to go. You're like, hold off, give me a moment. And unfortunately with your, uh, with your check of looking over, you don't see anything that's marked identifiable, but make a uh, medicine check. Okay. Try to see what you can cut off and harvest. Howard is actually going to assist too because of the mention of steak. Like makes him salivate and hungry, and like he wants to try dragon steak too. Fifteen. All right. Um, you go over to the cut in the leg that was cleaved at by a giant axe of, of sorts, or it looks like a giant blade. And cut this, and you begin to put a, a dagger in and start to slice in there. And Howard kind of holds it and assists you. You get off a couple steaks of dragon meat, I'll say. Uh, I mean, there's enough that you can say however much you want. You can snatch. You want five five uh, steaks? We got dinner. Yeah. You got dinner? Um, how yeah, much scales do you want? And where are you putting them? Um, because I want a, enough to make a goblin-sized full armor of some sort. Where Where are you storing them on you? Do you guys have bags or pouches that can carry it? I have the, a backpack yeah. still. Yeah, backpack? backpack. Yeah. All right. Um, make a dex. Make a. Uh, what you? What did you roll for the medicine? Fifteen. Fifteen. Takes at that rate to take about an hour and a half, and you have enough for a uh, hour and a half for a goblin-sized uh, chain, like a scale mail of white dragon uh, scales. Not nothing for a human, like a full like humanoid figure, but for for you, you were able to pull that off. Cool. All right, what are you guys doing? There is a dragon's body here. I'm going to carve out a tooth. Okay. Easy enough. Uh, do you want? Are you trying to be careful about it and pop them out, or are you just kind of whacking and cutting away? I'll I'll try and pop the one out. I only want one. All right. Uh, make a dex check to see if you can pop it in the. You just kind of put your position, your knife, and it's kind of like uh, picking a lock a little bit. Okay, so dex 18. You start to wiggle and position your knife in, cutting in, pulling up a, uh, conjuring some psychic energy to help phase the blade as you chisel and kind of like scrape in. And uh, then you kind of do this motion where you elbow drop and go whack and just smack the butt end of one of the daggers you have that you hear this little pop. You get a dragon, uh, white dragon tooth. Long and gnarly. Awesome. I check again. No one wants anything else from this, right? 
No, I already got my skills. I'm good. All right, cool. I'm going to try and use my ability to turn this white dragon into a coin. All right. What? You take a... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I turn uh, people into coins. <laughs> you all see uh, Remus now kind of look over at this as he's uh, kind of waving his hand. What does that yeah. require? Is it a spell? It's part of my bloodline. Is it something you have to speak? Like what? Like what do you have to do for it? It's kind of a it's it's a spell like it's a spell like effect. Is what you're watching essentially is watching okay. cast. Is it verbal? Is there? Is it? No, no requirements of verbal. It's more like just somatic and like. He's using the hands? Yep, he's using his hands about to cast something and do something. Okay, where did you put the tooth? In my pocket. It just fits in your pocket? How big is the tooth? Tooth is about half foot, foot long. Anywhere between 10 to, 10 to 12 inches. Okay, I am going to... Um, Pass behind Remus, and I'm going to attempt to to take it from his pocket. Oh, <laughs> uh, stealth check with advantage or sleight of hand with advantage. As Remus, you are you are very distracted at this point. Okay, okay. I got a nine or a seventeen plus uh, five, so twenty two. What's your what's your passive perception, Remus? Oh, it's definitely like eleven. It's totally eleven. All right. Um, you see, you guys see, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Yadi kind of walk up behind him, behind Remus, kind of watching what's happening. And Yadi, I'll say, as Remus begins to wave his hand and kind of. Uh, concentrate staring at this great beast that you guys just took down. You see this faint mark appear on his back of his hand just very faintly. Mm. And it almost looks like a money sign a bit. But the two lines that come down between like the dollar sign, it's almost like an M that kind of flails up. And you see this great beast go... It's a little platinum coin sitting there, Remus, that has a two comma three zero zero. Magically, you can see above it. So it's a 2,300 gold piece you just got. I pick it up. Lift but for my, you. Lift, for, lift my layers and stick it in the coin-sized hole in my body. <laughs> what? He's a human piggy bank. <laughs> What? <laughs> in my skin, on my one side is a hole about yay big that can fit coins. All right. Um, while while after I pass by him while this is happening, I, I took the tooth. I'm I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh yeah, you have the tooth. By the way, um, if that wasn't clear, you have the tooth. Easily. I want to I want to go over to to Azoth. And lean down and ask if if do you have any injuries? Um, I didn't take any damage. Okay, 
I just didn't know if you, you know, are you at, you know, I'm asking you if you're at full health. I'm, I'm at full health. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, okay. I'm good. All right. Uh, anyone else doing anything as UCIC Rebus get the coin, which I don't think any of you guys have fully witnessed yet. Have you? Yeah, you guys all just saw Remus turn a dragon into a coin. Yeah. There's some explaining to do, I feel. Yeah, but I'm more concerned about him placing the coin into his body. Um, I'm freaked. Also, um, when you transform into the wolf, uh, does all your stuff just kind of disappear while you're in that form? Mm-hmm. Kind of like kinda melts into his like, body. Yeah. Is there a place that like is it just fur now? Well no, I'm 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 back. After I I, I switched back afterwards. Okay. So I I'm, I'm I so so as I come after I ask that and you say that you're 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 healed, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach into my cloak and I'm gonna actually pull out the map, which is folded down you know, almost like hand size, and I'm gonna just place it into your hand. Kind of like a, like, a, like a drug money pass off, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. I've, yep. I've never done that before ever. <laughs> right, so I'm just kind of passing it off like that. Okay, you pass off the map. Uh, you guys, are you feeling like you you want to take a little bit of a rest and start to rest for the day? Personally, well, how f- do we know how far this cave is? Looking at the map, it looks like about half a day's journey north. Northwest. Approximately, like, what time of day is it? Is it, like, sun already starting, or what? You guys were... It's... It was pretty early. It was pretty early. You guys got attacked probably around 8 o'clock. 8.30-ish. After the breaking down, kind of taken in the fight, we'll say it is 9 in the morning. So if we want to take a quick rest, we can, and then just want to venture the rest of the way up to the lair. Sure. I mean, I'm fine, but... And what about you, good friend? Thank you so much for your help, as he's like facing towards Yanni. Um, what are your plans after this? I had this journey set before me. I've left behind close loved ones that I must return to. Perfect. Um, Don't take this the wrong way whatsoever. You're not a demon, are you? A demon? No. Yeah, a demon. When you say that, what do you mean? Like, you know, demons, they usually (laughs) reside in hell. They have little horns, big tail. I'm going to look back at Howard and say, no, I am no demon. And then I'm going to speak in, in infernal. I'm going to speak, or am I? Howard, do you know infernal? Um, I do. <laughs> you heard, you I just, heard I, infernal. I just chuckled to myself at that. I, I <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually, I do know Infernal, too, so... Perfect. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, okay. I'm going to say back in Infernal. 
Well, if you are, you are more than welcome to accompany us. I hear there is a lovely egg. And I'm going to lift my 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 uh, right hand up and kind of like a nervous tick almost use my thumb to spin um, uh, spin the ring on my finger and and just nod. I'm going to pull the cloak up and just kind of not say anything. All right. Out of out of this, real quick, John. I just sent you a message via Facebook if you want to check that. Yeah, I saw it. I just I can't exit because the zoom's on my phone. Ah, all right. Uh, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. All right. With that, you guys notice. Uh, well, for the time being, you may not be in Fabala, but there are five of you. So. Might as well get some treasure. And we'll pick up there next week. Uh, guys, everyone watching that did check in, uh, it shows on my end on Streamlabs that there's only one viewer still. I don't know. It's probably Thank you. Me. I, 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 oh, is that you're still in? All right, that's cool. I'm so, so for the people that did tune in, Thank you so much. That was awesome to see a couple <laughs> people pop in. Uh, to see uh, if you're watching this via YouTube, Thank you so much. It means so much that you guys are checking us out still and watching. And please, if you haven't yet, head on over to smartpunk.com. Smartpunk shop. Smartpunkshop.com. Search up Keep Flying. Get that new EP, Survival. It is phenomenal. If you're feeling D&D and you're like, guys, uh, we uh, like I I, want to see what Keep Flying is about. Go check out their music music video for the brand new song they just dropped, uh, which the music video... Is all about a uh, group of friends trying to get together to play D and D, and I'm going blank on the song title right now. On the it is never back down. They never lie down. They never lie down. They never lie down. I love the song. It is awesome. It is killer. Our uh, Remus is playing the dungeon master, and you even get to see some players in the music video jump into character in a way, and it's really fun to watch. Um. So go over there, check them out. Subscribe to Keep Flying. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe. Go follow them on Spotify. Look at that logo. I love it. It's beautiful. Their music is awesome. Uh, we describe it. And uh, on, from Vinyl Divers and me and Chris on Chris and Anthony have talked about it and say that it's the it's like ska punk. It's uh, thrash punk with a little bit of ska adjacent tendencies. I think that was re, uh, Ricky threw that at me. The Sky Jason. And it really is. It's like some hardcore, nice, uh, heavy, just skate punk. And then you get some horns hitting you and you're like, oh shit. And then some wicked lead guitar. And I love it. And you guys should love it too. So please check them out. Help support them. Go pick them up. Go pick up some merch. Well, real quick, guys. Uh, there you go. What uh, What is the Keep Flying Shop? Is it Keep Flying Shop? Oh, we don't really- Launched the. Uh, we currently have everything that we have is just concentrated on that physical vinyl. We're that physical vinyl. We're launching our sh- our our like survival store like after Christmas. Okay, like, so we guys like left have nothing, so that way people are like, oh, I'll go buy the record. You know, good. So th- that's a great plan, and I'm gonna tell you if you want to help support them, please do go pick up that vinyl, go pick up that record because. Listen, it's the best way to listen to some music. And uh, I'm telling you, they won't disappoint you. And if you're able to, after COVID, when they play a live show, please go see them. It's a, an experience unlike other. Uh, when they come back to Western New York over in the Buffalo, we're going to try and get any of the podcasters and all of our friends here to go out and check them out because 
I know Mark hasn't seen them yet. Dude, you're in for one hell of a treat. Um, just, we just got asked to play a, a show in Buffalo on really? April 17th. That's by my birthday. There we go. Wait, no, that's that's someone's birthday. Oh. (laughs) That's his birthday, that is. I'm pretty sure sure it's the king. It is. It's the king's birthday in Buffalo? Yeah. Oh! I I told this person, I don't think shows are back by then. But I, you know, we accept the offer, sure. But we, you know, I don't think it's we will keep you posted. <laughs> listen, uh, if, if listen, if you're in Western New York and you're in the Buffalo area, keep your April dates open. If uh, they have a show, please make it out as long as uh, they're doing well, shows. Okay. Help yeah. them out. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm the Dungeon Master Anthony. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Get get us on our social media pod dash casters. Uh, underscore tabletop gaming or just search up podcasters tabletop gaming links are below we share the feed check them out i'm gonna let the players sign off because it's one of my favorite parts of it uh howard you're first today oh okay um howard danny chavez you can find me on facebook and instagram ratfink arts r-a-t-p-h-i-n-c arts uh, I like to doodle. You can also hear me and uh, Anthony do our little spinoff show, Rolling for Wisdom, uh, where we like to talk D&D. Uh, however, we are not professional, so don't add us. And uh, my other side show with Chris, uh, Saturday Night Video Store. I had to think about that real quick. Uh, where we like to talk about movies, so check that out. Um, as well as our Teespring designs. Go buy some merch from us as well, too. Help support the show. Uh, and the stream now. And the stream also rocking this. Uh, there you go. Blast. So yeah, go check them out. Go check. Uh, Keep flying out. Awesome band. If you guys ever make your way down to Clearwater area in Florida, uh, let me know. I'll be definitely attending too. He's yeah. in Florida right now. In Florida right now. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we're sorry. Uh, we're gonna go over to Mark's. Not paying attention. A's off. <laughs> I got you. Uh, you can follow Azoth on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. That's about it. There you guys go. Finks. Uh, nice All right. You guys can check out Finks on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with Twitter. This is my first Twitter experience, and it's kind of not real, but I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm part of it now. Um, I also pay miniatures. So if you want to check out my Warhammer and other miscellaneous things on Instagram, that's at Phoenix Forged. There you go. Uh, before we let Remus sign off, we're going to let our guest, uh, Yanni, John from Key Flying. What's Where up? do people find you? Ricky Coates here. Uh, my tag on the internet. <laughs> I don't, I think it's bearded Rick or something. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I just mostly post on the band social media these days. I don't need people to follow me on my personals anymore. I just don't care. Um, what's, what's the Key Flying tags? Where are we, where are they well, hitting you up on yeah. social? Keep flying band. Very simple, very straightforward. Had a good tweet right before the session that was um, lyrics, popular lyrics from a from a popular late '90s rock band. You know, that was my my sign off for the night, and I had a great time coming on the show, and I, I look forward to maybe possibly coming back. Awesome, I look forward to that. I know we all do. Uh, Remus, sign us off before we go. I'm Remus. Uh, I'm Ricky Coates. You can find me at Rick underscore Coates on any sort of social media. 
You can find me in photos of world's largest items on at Heat Flying Band on Instagram. <laughs> I miss the world's largest items. I hope everyone knows that. And then uh, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. I tweet things like the map tonight from the episode that we have. There you guys go. There you can see it. Uh, That's all I got. Perfect. Perfect. Well then, guys, uh, till next week. Keep rolling. Or should it be keep flying? All right. And.